0: while making a positive impact in your community.
1: Good Monday morning. This is Robert Fikui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Have a happy uh, happy one- Monday morning, everyone, and uh, looking forward to a great, productive week for all of you. And I'm back here with my co-host, Eric Yoon of Standout Marketing. Eric, good morning, man. What's up, Robert? how are you doing great shirt man thank you <laughs> for those of you that can yeah. see it on facebook live <laughs> yep signifies my love for mondays <laughs> <laughs> that's right right be loud and proud hey, um today we're gonna uh, kind of do part two from what we started last week last week the title of the, the episode was marketing strategies at work um it's basically kind of uh, title because everybody's a lot of times every people always ask me about what kind of marketing strategy, what are the best kind of marketing strategies to use for my business? And I just say, well, the ones that work. <laughs> and so, and so there's, if you tuned in last week, if, if you didn't definitely go back and review that, but if you did, um, you know, that's, it's basically about, there's, there's no one way to do marketing, no one approach to do marketing. Well, um, it's just about what are you finding out? What are you good at and what is your message and who's your target market? And just, Start, even if you uh, and your staff are the ones doing the marketing, find something that you're good at as a way, a type of market, whether it's in work networking or whether it's in social media or it's using some SEO or maybe it's doing print ads or mailers. Find something that you can be consistent at doing so that over time you get to be a, a, an expert at doing it. Um, because if you're just kind of trying to do a lot of different things, you're not necessarily going to be an expert in any one type of marketing or advertising. Um, and also, if you're not consistent and you just kind of give up after a couple months because you're not seeing the results you, you, you're looking for, then that's kind of a waste as well. Because marketing done well, sometimes it takes time for for things to start to work because you're always having to fine tune and adjust and, and uh make edits to copy or just change your approach, Yeah, you know, whether whatever type of marketing advertising you're doing, you might have to change the approach in which you're using that kind of, uh, that medium of marketing. So anyways, it just takes time to develop it and to, and to get traction, um, with your target audience. So consistency is a, is a huge thing, right? Er- mm-hmm. Yeah. Consistency is king. And so let me recap quickly of uh, some of the key points to consider that we talked about last week. First, you got to know your target market well, whether you're doing it, whether you're selling to another business where you're selling direct to consumer and really understand their demographics as far as where they live or income they might have, type of median income they might Uh, Have or education levels or languages they speak and different interest levels. Really know as much detail about your your demographic as possible so you know best how to reach them, number one, and also what kind of message they might respond to. That goes to number two, which would be consumer behavior. What kind of marketing and what kind of marketing messages do they pay attention to, do they respond to? Uh, Are they more... Uh, app to respond to something on social media or maybe to a mailer or maybe more to one-on-one conversations and then, what resources can you commit to for the long term like i said earlier consistency is going to be the key so what can you commit to for the long term in terms of money in terms of personnel Uh, let's say if you have staff and then what skills what kind of expertise do you have to give to to the marketing um, that you can commit to for the long term and then how are customers currently finding you? Because if you've been in business for a little bit, then you're already organically getting customers maybe some through word of mouth or something or referrals. <clears throat> And so how are they already finding you and how can you leverage that? How can you put a little bit more juice behind that to encourage more word of mouth or more referrals, you know, what have you. So find the source in which they're finding you currently and see how you can invest more into that, kind of juice that a little bit, right? So like I said earlier, what are you good at? So if it's kind of, if you're more in a a business, more like a self-employed type business, um, like Eric, who's just working for himself as a graphic designer and web designer, or do you have a team of people that you employ? So if you're just working for yourself, then you've got to really understand what are you good at? Or what are, you, are you comfortable being in front of large audiences like public, to do public speaking or maybe recording videos? Or are you more comfortable in more of a one-on-one setting? So then maybe you should do just a lot more networking and even networking on social media like LinkedIn. And then do you like to write? So maybe you can just start doing a blog series. So kind of figure out what are you good at that you can leverage to do some marketing versus if you have a team of people, what are some who, who in your staff might be good at something that would help you in, in marketing. But if you're going to do that, make sure that you dedicate time for them so they're not doing uh, a lot of different things in the business because we've got to be consistent about the type of marketing approach. Or do you start to hire a professional to at least get some kind of advice, even if they can't execute fully on the marketing? So those are some things to, to consider, kind of a quick recap from last week. And then now we're kind of we'll kind of jump in. I know a lot of our audience are in a smaller type, smaller type business. Maybe they're working for themselves or maybe they have a small team. So let's talk about some of those businesses first, um, Eric, as far as what's a good approach for them to start doing something right now? Um, to start doing something in marketing and so they can start to grow in their marketing yeah. efforts. I think the first thing you really want to nail down is the measure of results
0: that your company can provide and has provided. Um, <clears throat> that's what every, especially in service space, they're looking for, have you done this before? What has been your success rate? What kind of profit, what kind of ROI can I expect? Um, and so uh, I think that's huge. Like you really want to, give them um, some numbers, some measurable results and don't just promise them things like, oh, we could probably, you know, increase but this is instead of talking about the future, talk about the past um, mm-hmm. of what you have done and that gives a lot of just security that will build tons of trust um, with whoever, you know, you're trying to sign on as a client and so I think that's the first thing, just get your measurable results, whether it be client testimonials and even with your clients, uh, don't just ask them How's your experience? But asking some pointed questions to get the right answers, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um what are the numbers of how maybe your yeah. sales increased, right? And more walk-ins yeah. and things like that. So measure results are are huge. I think that's yeah. one thing. Obviously, it doesn't take a lot of money to do. Um yeah. so, so that's, that's one thing that's, anyone let's can. Pause,
1: do. Let's pause right there real yeah, quick, because yeah. that's a great point. I mm-hmm. mean um, that, that's that's the great that's a great start because that's gonna help you craft your marketing message and even who your ideal target market is, right? Because when you're talking to your past customers and you start to understand, sometimes you don't even understand what their own pain point that you solved. You're just providing a service, but then when you start to really talk to them and ask them feedback about, you know, how did our, my service do for you? What it didn't improve, And then they'll probably start opening up more about what they were dealing with in the past that you may not have known. Yeah. And right? so they might reveal some more, some pain points that you didn't weren't even aware of. Um, but that's, so that's great. You know, I think, asking you know really tracking those results so you're really going to have to start from the beginning when you engage with a new client is think about what are the deliverables that i want to deliver to my customer and so what do i need to track now so that i can ask them later so i can compare the results so i can really be able to share with future customers you know what are some of the outcomes that I've delivered so I, that's a great point Eric. right mm-hmm. go on or do you want to add some to that or you go on to your next point yeah.
0: Another thing you, you already nailed it, but uh, the people uh, knowing your strengths and I think um, specifically in, in people skills, I think that's that's a really big deal, too, especially in service space, because so much of service based marketing is relational and uh, based on your personality, um, strengths and um um, Cause it's a really person to person, you know, thing, business dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, if you can identify what are, if you could lead with your likable personality strengths um, that really goes a long way. And so, um, you know, like if you're, if you're just naturally a kinder person, you know, um, don't try to be like, I don't know, maybe like, You know, some of the more uh, like really influential marketing people who are really loud and just like really, you know, like in your face and stuff, like, don't try to do that. Lead with your kindness, you know, lead with who you are. Um, And that really goes a long way. And I think like you were saying about, you know, if you're good in front of a camera, you should definitely utilize social media to the fullest. Like if you're good, if you're like good looking, you're, you're able to focus and look at a lens and be able to see a person in the camera lens, you should definitely, you know, do video marketing. If you're great at writing, do that. Like a lot of people don't understand what comes to them naturally is a huge weakness for a lot, a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And so if you can know, identify what comes naturally to you, what are your likable personality strengths already? Just build on that.
1: So what if you're not likable? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's something likable about everyone. Yeah. Figure out. The hard part is figuring out what it is. Yeah. If you're not yeah. likable, you should um, just work for a different company and not have your own business.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, was, I was having fun with that. But yeah, you're right. Everybody's got some kind of likable trait. And I think one of the things you do is ask someone else, some people that you know and trust, and they will give you an honest assessment, honest opinion. And they'll exactly. kinda of tell you exactly where yeah, they'll tell you exactly, you know, what you're what you're good at, what you know, mm-hmm. what your likable traits are. Um, and then figure out, okay, how do I leverage that for marketing purposes? Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a great place to start is so basically the answer in, in marketing, what's the best marketing approach is already or, or, it already resides within you. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. you gotta figure out what that is, right? What are the results we've given exactly. to our past employee or past customers. And what are some of the skills and likability traits that I possess that I can use in marketing? Um, But then, if we go into the next step, if you have a staff, and you know, one of the challenges when you're just working on your own or if you have a small staff is, you know, doing marketing and doing marketing consistently. That's what that's, you know, the ball all boils down to the consistency factor. Um, so we got to make sure that that happens. How does that occur with a a, a business or a person that's just self employed, versus someone that's got a business but has a small team? Really can't dedicate a lot of time to marketing. For you know, with one of their staff people, they really can't get have one of their staff people dedicate like say twenty hours a week on marketing because they have to you know they have to do more of the other um, the other parts of the business like the mm-hmm. operational side or maybe sales or, or administration, what have you. So. Um, I'll just I'll just start talking. Is just just think yeah. about that for you, I right? What what would you suggest for a company like that or a business yeah. like that that has limited resources, time resources to allocate to marketing? Yeah.
0: You're you're saying um, if you're not if the business owner is not doing the marketing themselves, but you have to actually yeah have they don't
1: have the, do the, the I mean marketing. they need the marketing right, or, uh, right. Uh, but they don't have the time resources to commit into marketing so whether it's for themselves you know themselves personally as a business owner mm-hmm. or maybe if they do have a staff a team of people they can't allocate um a lot of time for them to do marketing well and do it consistently yeah, if yeah. you're gonna have if you're gonna have a staff person or you do the marketing then you make sure you got to dedicate x amount of time every week maybe possibly every day into yeah. marketing mm-hmm. so you're consistent otherwise it's just not going to work mm-hmm. right? whatever it is you're going to do yeah. So I don't know if you have any suggestions for that. Yeah, um, I
0: think uh-huh. I think a lot of the marketing can happen outside of when you're thinking about business. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, a big mistake we can make as business owners is, oh, now we got to you know, build a clientele or try to get some leads. And then we try to go out and, and say, okay, I'm going to meet these people and hopefully they'll sign up for a business. But I think instead of trying to make relationships for the business, I think instead um, go to like just a bunch of events in town, you know, go to events where you're likely to see the people that don't even have to do with business and build like a, just increase your relational wealth, you know, like mm-hmm. meet a bunch of people to make a bunch of friends. And it's more of a long-term strategy. But, um, for me, like when I started my business, all the stuff, when I tried to like go to people and just start, you know, that was a little harder rather than I already knew like a lot of people, cause I do a lot of events. I'm always trying to serve at, you know, different mm-hmm. events and things like that. And so, um, I already knew a lot of people, you know? And so, um, I don't know if that answers the question, but I think, you know, just even in your off time, when you go to places, be a little more active, try to meet people, mm-hmm. you know, and create some kind of door, even open the door and make acquaintances. If even if you're not going to yeah. be best friends or anything.
1: Yeah, sure. That's, that's like kind of, kind of marketing marketing 101. So I think, or marketing 101, but networking 101. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Networking. And probably where to start is kind of think about um, where you already have a network. You know, who, because we talked about earlier, it's like, what is your strength, own strength? Well, part of your strengths is you already have some type of network, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And so make it spend the time and make a list of the people you already know and maybe what organizations you're already connected with, whether it's you know deeply involved or just passively involved, but there's already probably organizations and networking groups and stuff that you might either be involved with or at least have some connection with because of people you know, mm-hmm. and then start going to those, more of those type, be more intentional about going to some more of those events or, or, or networking groups or whatever. Um, and yeah, and that, but you have to definitely dedicate, you have to kind of, Start to budget your time of commit time commitment. Like, how much of this stuff can you really do? Because you can go crazy networking, and then yeah. you have no time to do your business, or just you're just tired because you know you have to rest too. So, figure out you know, where you should go, where you spend your time. Uh, instead of going to maybe five um, networking organizations and spend your time in five different organizations or networking type groups, then maybe pare it down to three so you can spend mm-hmm. more time with it and be more consistent with it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good that's a great approach. You know, what can they you do or even some of your team do on the on the off time that can right. generate um you know, do some marketing.
0: Yeah, and like you don't have to go to extra places, whatever you're already doing yeah. there's, oh, there's probably going to be people there. <laughs> you know, get yeah. to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, like your cash, you know, cashier or whatever. Yeah. Um start a small conversation or
1: something. Yeah, and then try to, you know, set up appointments or coffee time to get to know some of these people individually Mm -hmm. outside of those events because um, you know, especially, you know, I, I do some networking and all that, but you know, a lot of people are go there and they're just constantly handing out business cards and the ones that really annoy me are the ones I'm in a conversation with somebody and they come in and hand you a business card and <laughs> want to start talking to you. And I'm like, wait i yes. so I'm having a conversation here with somebody. Yeah. So don't be the annoying networker. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but also, you know, you can't spend a ton of time getting to know everybody in these that type of environment. You can start yeah. to get to know them. But, you know, schedule time outside one-on-one where you get to know people a little bit more deeply and deep in the relationship because relationships are the ones that will... Uh, that's where you get the business, whether, whether you're doing business with them directly or they're referring business to you. It's because out of relationship and they kind of trust you, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So any, any other thoughts about how, if you don't have a lot of time to commit to marketing, you know, what some things that they can do or think about? Um, you know, I, I know for one of the things, you know, that everybody I think should do is consult with a professional. And this might sound self-serving because obviously, you know, we're both marketers yeah. and consultants and all that, but it's true. And I just hired a consultant on Friday. I just, dealt with a cons- I just hired a consultant on Friday and, and had a, a great conversation with her. So everybody needs a consultant or a coach, right? Even consultants need consultants because we can't see our own blind right. spots a lot of times. And so it's good to get an outside opinion on what they should be doing so whether you're hiring consultants to actually execute on the marketing or at least to give you recommendations and advice and direction at the very least hire a consultant a professional for that part is to say point out some of your blind spots maybe some of the obvious things that you can be doing in marketing but you're not you don't see it just because you're so ingrained in the day-to-day but have somebody come in from the outside and give you some recommendation directions i mean if if they're worth their their salt, it's going to be huge. Even just in one session, a, a good consultant can even in one session provide a lot of value. Um, just like the one I had on on Friday, Friday morning, we uh, hired a consultant to to help me develop this click funnel, um, um marketing approach, and um, great. I mean, we had a great conversation, spent two hours, and. Um, Exploring what I do, and you know my offers, and the videos or the downloads that I've, I've created, and all that—that that actually helped me create and helped me put through a, a system in place and even help really hone down the marketing message a little bit. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, as we talk about marketing message, you know, I even have to hire somebody to help me develop my own marketing message because like I said, okay. sometimes we don't see our own blind spots. And so mm-hmm. it's good to have an outside opinion. So, um, you know, that was worth, you know, I felt it was worth the, the $500 I spent for that session with her. Mm-hmm. So for some people, they think that's a lot, but I said, you know, the $500 I spent with her with the outcomes that I'm expecting now, um, is, you know, the $500 is nothing, you know, because this is something that's going to be um, kind of like um, an ongoing thing. So once I execute on the marketing strategy that right. works, you know, there's yeah. going to be some more recurring revenue that comes out of right. it that mm-hmm. more than offsets that 500 So the return on investment is huge. Mm-hmm. Just even for me, I felt that the return on investment was huge just on that, that one session. And it's not, I don't think it's going to be the last session I, I have with her. So um, I think, Hiring a professional to at least say, okay, what can you do now, and then what? And then what kind of marketing approach can you do now, and then work your way up to maybe even hiring actually hiring a staff person to do it, or maybe hiring a consultant or a consulting firm to do it on a regular basis. So that's kind of where I would start. Is one thing is hire a professional. Or even if you don't even if or you already know somebody that's whose opinion you trust in marketing and they're mm-hmm. friends with you or something that were willing to give you advice and good advice, I mean do that, but definitely get some outside counsel uh, on that. I think that's a good first approach. Um, to anyways, I'll just stop I'll just stop there. <laughs> I can go, yeah. on, but no, that's here? good
0: because I think marketing is like is a lot like like fishing and um, whenever you, you know, have a consulting meeting like that, it's like you gain an extra rod that you could fish with yeah. and you can increase your chance of catching fish, yeah. you know, and it's not about a skill thing or like, a Oh, I'm hiring them cause they're better than me. But like you said, it's more like, it's an extra set of eyes, you mm-hmm. know, they're just going to see things differently. And so, um, yeah, the consulting, like you said, the 500 bucks, it's like, it's, not, you're not just catching one you're, it's mm-hmm. a whole another rod, you know, you're not teaching mm-hmm. them. Giving them fish and teaching them how to fish, kind yeah. Of thing, so,
1: yeah, good, <clears throat> good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if you have any other um, thoughts or tips for for some. What's what's the next step? You know, for them, they they don't think they have a lot of time or, or money to give in, into marketing. But what are some maybe some practical things that they can do or? You know, what's, what's something they can do to take that next step to really increase their, their marketing. Yeah.
0: One thing that's really low cost and doesn't take a lot of time is, um, come up with a really simple, um, just an ad campaign for Facebook and Instagram. And we, I think we talk about that a lot, but it's just because it's such, uh, it's such little money for a lot of possible results you know, and so, um, I'd spend just a little bit of money and just plan it, but it's time. It doesn't take a lot of time. You just do it once and then they do it for you for the rest of the month. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so all you gotta do is just target, Hey, I just want to target my zip code. People who are interested in this, between this age or, you know, whatever. And then, um, and that's all you gotta do. And that's a really good way to at least get, get an idea of who's engaging with your, um, services,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know? And so, um, it's a simple thing to do.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know Facebook is great for testing. Even if you're not going to use Facebook as your primary method of marketing, but it's a great way to test. You know your message and images. Maybe you know you talk about the likability factor. Do you look good? Are people responding to your face? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of different things. It's
0: like free data um, analysis. You know, like their data Mm -hmm. technology is crazy, Mm -hmm. and um, it's really advanced and it's free. You know, all you got to do is put in the money that you want for how many people to see it, but it's, it's so good to analyze your business and just assess where you're at.
1: Yeah. So I would just, I'd also recommend, you know, just do some research, just Google, uh, Mm -hmm. how to run, you know, effective Facebook ads. There's tons of information out there. Some good, some not so good, but most of it's pretty good. And there's also just on Facebook themselves, they have, you know, kind of some step-by-steps how to develop your ads and, there's different way, types of ads to create on Facebook, so there's a lot of different options on running ads on Facebook. But like you said, maybe run a series of two, three ads and just put a little bit of, you know, a few bucks in it so that you can you can boost it so make sure people can see it and see what kind of response you're getting, what kind of likes and comments and shares you're getting and then figure out and the ones that get the most engagement. Then let's start to work on that one a little bit more and see how we can improve... The effectiveness of that ad um even if you just do it for a month just to test and get the data and then because it'll tell you you know where people live and the age demographic and you can create a demographic profile that you target and all that um because then if you're doing if you end up doing maybe mailers or maybe you do a a radio spot or maybe you do a commercial on cable channel um or you or or you're doing like a newspaper print ad whatever Whatever case may be, whatever type of marketing you're going to do outside of Facebook, that information you get from those Facebook ads that you do do um, right. will will really help you when you do other types of marketing because mm-hmm. you test out the messaging, you test out the right. images, you know so the graphics, the copy yeah all, everything that you need in any, most types of advertising anyway, you can test yeah. all that on Facebook for cheap and get instant feedback, yeah. Exactly. So I think that's, that's a I think that's great I think that's a probably a great way to end because like I said that's an inexpensive way to do it now not everybody's good on Facebook, so definitely you want to spend a little time in researching it a little bit to make sure you, you know you know how to at least get the biggest bang for your buck now um, and maybe just hire a Facebook consultant real quick and just say, "Hey, help me set these a few Facebook ads up and then' like I can test it and let's see what happens mm-hmm. right so I think the lesson is. Just get going. <laughs> Do something, right? Yeah. So any uh, parting thoughts before we sign off, Eric? Yeah.
0: Uh, I think we covered a lot. That's good.
1: Yeah. yeah. We definitely covered a lot of ground from last week and this week. So thanks again, Eric, for your insight and feedback. Great stuff. I um, hope this helped you. Um, everyone, if you have any other specific questions, go ahead and just leave it in the comment section on the, on the Facebook page, or if you're listening to the podcast, there's still... Um, there, there's a recommendation section on there. You can actually post comments as well. But if you have any other questions or the business topics you'd like to hear about or hear more about, if we're even past broadcast, go ahead and email me at prosper at I 61 businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61 businessdevelopment.com. Or like I said, just go right to the Facebook page and leave a comment or on the uh, SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever you listen to the podcast and comment there. So this is Purpose and Profitability. Tune in next week as we go live once again. And thank you for listening. This is Robert Fakui, And remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless and have a great week, everyone.
0: Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.